this is a time to recreate myself and figure out what I like, what I don't like, try new things. And, you know, I feel like the old me has died and there is a new me that has just been born and I don't know this person yet. Hey everyone, and happy December. This is the first episode for the month of December. The end of 2022 is near. Oh my goodness. This week on Third Times Me, I'm releasing part three and the grand finale of the series I did with Kristen Beta Kiefer. You'll definitely want to listen to them in order to get all of the tea straight. So if you haven't yet, go back and listen to episode number 35, which is titled The Girl in the Van Next Door. And then follow up with episode 36, which is titled The Affair Uncovered. To give a little recap on last week, Kristen is back in her home state of Florida, and things sort of seem to be getting better between her and her husband. It then comes to Kristen's attention that the girl in the van next door, whom she's been suspicious of having an affair with her husband for months, is all of a sudden down the street and working out of the same gym as Kristen. Coincidence? I think not. Tune into last week's episode to hear how Kristen uncovers the truth about her husband's affair and get ready for a real-time update on this week's episode on what Kristen's up to now, how her life has changed since the affair came to light, and how she's navigating co-parenting with her soon-to-be ex-husband. For all my new listeners, because there are a lot of you, hello, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. On Third Times Me, we have discussions about all types of relationships, romantic, family, friendships toxic relationships, healthy relationships, and everything in between. Doing the work to heal from traumas and making the most of your life experiences to lead you to a life that you feel balanced and emotionally, mentally, and physically safe in at all times is the good stuff, and I want everyone to get there because we all are deserving of all of these things. It took me personally learning the hard way through many toxic and unhealthy relationships in my life calling off two separate engagements, and setting aside dedicated time to choose myself and my happiness, to get to a grounded place where my soul feels safe and at peace. I'm hoping the topics we discuss on this show will help people to get there quicker and ideally without having to go through all of the heartache along the way. Thanks for tuning in. Please do the show a solid and leave a rating for the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and whatever other platforms you use to listen to the show. Enjoy this week's episode. And so now you're you're almost legally divorced and how may I ask how the transition of co-parenting with your soon to be ex is going? So, it's actually going amazing. Oh, it's great. Yeah. And I think because for me, I think what happens in a lot of these, you know, whenever you get cheated on then you have to co-parent you're going through all the heartache that I went through nine months ago when I first found out about their emotional affair, you know? If we would have started trying to co-parent then, it would have been a totally different experience because I was in a very bad, like a very angry and mentally not a very good headspace. So it wouldn't have been good. But since I've done all that work and I have literally no desire to be with him at all. So our relationship isn't about me and him at all anymore. Mm-hmm. Now it's only about our daughter and what's best for our daughter. And I just, I love that for her so much. This is something that's really funny. We actually went to the zoo, all three of us together, like two weekends ago. We drove together because I was like, let's just drive together. And I was like, okay, whatever. So we're in my car driving and, <laughs> and Rome's like, hey, mom, 
can you put on that never getting back together song? And I was like, oh my God, kids say the darnest things. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah. But it was really funny is we don't actually listen to that song a lot. We did probably like the first month after everything yeah. happened, but we haven't listened to it in three months. And I just love that she asked to put that song on. So I put it on, turned it up really loud. It was just like jamming out to it. <laughs> we went to the zoo together. We're going to go to Disney together next month, take her for her first time to Disney World. But it would be a totally different story if he wasn't acting the way that he's acting. Because he has, he's gotten in therapy. He read that book that I told you about. So he's mm -hmm. learning more about himself. He went on to meditation retreat like two weeks ago. He's just, and, and sometimes I worry that he's just doing these things because he knows that there are things that I look for in a partner. Like it's like, oh, yeah, it's just when you back. Yeah, like, are you? But I don't really actually care because as long as he's doing it and he is being a good father to mm -hmm. Rome, that's all that really matters to me. So as long as he keeps doing it, that would be great. But he is, he's showing up consistently for her. He gets her every other weekend and one night overnight every week. And they have fun together. And because for that whole year, he really wasn't a good father because he wasn't around and he wasn't, he, you know, he was having an affair and he was making excuses and he was being mean to me and making me cry a lot. And she saw that. And so that really did affect her relationship with him. And so now that I'm happy and she sees that I'm happy. And so she just feels loved in like both houses. And now since he has to be present with her because he's mm -hmm. the only person taking care of her when he's with her. She's just getting so much love. And it's, I don't know. I honestly think this divorce, like people like the misogynistic men on the internet always try to tell me that I'm ruining my daughter's life and that kids from divorced families are depressed and kill themselves and become murderers and rapists. And oh I'm like, gosh. where are you getting these statistics from? First of all, I don't agree with any of that. I don't even know if it's true, but it's not going to be true in this house because she's just, she's so happy now and she's so loved and feels safe where she's at, you know, and so. Good. <clears throat> That's good. I mean, I yeah. think, you know, divorce is not obviously ideal and no one gets married planning to get divorced. And if you have kids, I think if you can just both be there for your kid, that's, that's all that matters. You know? Right. I think so too. Like, and, and you're, just you're like, obviously a healthier, happier person, not right. with him. So and she's not seeing us fight all the time yeah. and not get along and not be nice to each other because that doesn't really happen at all anymore because the emotional love connection is completely gone for me. So my emotions are not tied up in him, except for, is he treating my daughter with love and respect and consistency. Yeah. And he is. So if he stops doing that, then things will be different, definitely. But yeah. Well, tell me about this <laughs> divorce checklist and new putting yourself first, obviously your daughter too, but putting yeah. yourself first and prioritizing that. What's that about? What has that looked like? Have you done anything recently that's been yeah. just really fun and fulfilling to you? So obviously the first month after finding out everything, I was, you know, obviously very sad. Lots of crying, lots of tears, lots of devastation. I've been working really hard to have a good mindset for the last like eight years of my life, you know? So I remember all these things that I've learned about being mindful. This is a time to recreate myself and figure out what I like, what I don't like, try new things. And, you know, I feel like the old me has died and there is a new me that has just been born and I don't know this person yet. I've started doing my hair and wearing makeup. My best <laughs> friend taught me how to do this. This is things that I've never done really in my entire life. And now I do it all the time. I have a job where I go to board meetings and wear suits and go to laser events and like <laughs> up. And I lived in a bus nine months ago. A lot of the time I'm always like, 
who is this girl? My life? Like, who is this person? I don't know, but I'm learning. And so I love bucket lists. I've always loved bucket lists. And so I, I did, I just one day I was like, what are some things? And I tried to not put a lot of travel things on here. Cause I have a separate travel bucket list, mm-hmm. you know, destination. So it was more just things to try the learn new things or try something new. I did surf lessons a couple of weeks ago and that was really fun. I really love that. I think mm. it's getting colder here now, but I think next summer I'm going to try to go surfing a lot and things like acupuncture. I did that. I got my eyebrows microbladed. Nice. Like Look, great. Look great. Look <laughs> great. Yeah. <laughs> I did goat yoga. Oh my gosh. So I'm getting to the point where a lot of the things are things I have to kind of schedule out. So I scheduled a comedy show alone. I don't know if you know who Taylor Tomslin is. Yes. She's like a comedian on Netflix. So she's going to be in Orlando in December. So I'm going to the, her Fine. show down there. So what I try to do is like this weekend, I don't have my daughter. So I'm, I try to check something off on the weekends when I don't have her. And the last couple of weeks I've been traveling on the weekends when I don't have her. And so I haven't really checked things off. But this weekend I'm going to try to either... I'm either going to go really small, like buy myself flowers or (laughs) indoor skydiving. Those are the two things I'm debating doing right now. Very, yeah. One's a very big thing. One's a little thing. Maybe you can do both. You could buy yourself flowers. Yeah, I could do both actually. I could, yeah. Nice. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love that for you. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I'm very... I'm just inspired. I know a lot of people will be very inspired to listen to this. You know, we talked about this last week on the phone. I was so impressed by how quickly you've been able to emotionally, it seems like you're recovering and moving forward, but I can relate to that feeling of, you know, it was months and months and months ago that you started to process all that really, really hard stuff. Not that it's not still hard now, but that deep, really dark yeah. mental state. Like crippling. Yeah. Like yeah. It, was, it was just that soul crushing, that awful. Yeah. And so that's why I also tell people all the time, whenever everything came out and everyone was so shocked, I'm like, this is day one for you. This is nine months for me, you yeah. know, of me being in this darkness and this sadness and like, trying to work through it and process it all. And so, so for me, getting the truth was more like a gift than more heartache. Thank God I can finally leave all this terribleness and just be free from it because mm-hmm. I've just been trying to figure out how to work through it and make this marriage work. And now I don't have to do that anymore. And that feels so good. It's so freeing. And that's that gift that came to you after that crazy euphoric meditation. That's amazing. I think I told you last week, I have not been married, but when I went through the uncovering and an investigation process with my ex-fiance, I knew kind of similar to you where it's like, I knew for so long that something was going on. When I went through this phase of, you know, everyone probably has their own stages, but I went through this phase of like, you know, the intense gaslighting feeling like I was making this up in my head and so many things that you were saying, I was like, oh my gosh, I know exactly how that feels because he would put it back on me, make me feel like I was exaggerating or being dramatic or, you know, just all these things. And then having someone that you love and respect, you know, telling you that in the beginning, I'm kind of like, no, 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 no. But then day after day, after day, after day, you start to wear you down. Yeah. Literally. How can it not? And then like, I mean, I wasn't living in a bus, but I was living in a house with him. And it was also the beginning of the pandemic when no one was leaving their house and I had no way to really be around friends or family and kind of have an outlet to check myself. So I was on the phone with girlfriends several times a week going on walks with my dog and just venting and being like, I just need someone to tell me that I'm not crazy. Are these behaviors weird? Because I just felt so trapped in this world of Kristen's crazy. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's that's what, that's what I, like, yes, that's exactly how I felt. Kristen's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And I got to a place where, I mean, I've always been a fan of therapy. I wasn't actively in therapy at the time, but then I 
very aggressively sought after and did a couple rounds of interviews with therapists because I was like, I need to find someone that I can talk to because I started to feel bad that I was, you know, dumping all this emotionally on my friends who obviously were happy to be there for me. But I need someone that's not involved in my life to give me some guidance here. Yeah. And it's crazy because my therapist at the time, it's a different one than I have now, but she never, as I was, you know, I was still with him and kind of trying to uncover this. She never told me what to do or told me that I definitely think he's having an affair, which I'm sure therapists wouldn't maybe approach it that way. But she was so focused on me getting into a good headspace and me just focusing on how to be good for me. And that it kind of it resonated with me when you were talking about like that whole feeling of you don't need to carry this anymore. And so I finally got to a place where I was like, okay, I'm, I know something's going on, but I just need to, I can't for my own mental sanity, I can't like keep playing investigator mode because I was driving myself crazy trying to uncover this. So I yes. released that. And then it just, it, it, it took, you know, a couple months after that, but it kind of was this beautiful shift of, okay, at least I'm not going crazy. I'm not happy, but I'm not bearing all this on my shoulders. And then that's when things just kind of came out a couple months later. And it just was like, here's all the evidence that you had been looking for. And I already knew kind of similar to you. I already had emotionally completely disconnected from him. I knew it wasn't going to last, but I just to call off a marriage and call off a wedding and call off this thing that I thought was my true love story. It was kind of similar to what you described where, you know, there was so much love bombing in the beginning of our relationship. And it was very much like, I've never felt this way about anyone before. And we had this love story because we met in college, but he was with someone else at the time. So we were just friends and then years later reconnected. And it was this whole rom-commy thing that was yep. so, you know, everyone knew our story. And so not that... I stayed, stayed in it because of what other people thought, but I just, for my own sanity, wanted to feel like I'm walking away from this for actual reasons and not just this feeling that I have, you know? Yep. I know. Yeah. You kind of have to have the proof when you're in. It's like, you have to have that like actual evidence to be like, okay, this is a reason to walk away. Especially when you do think that you're just like your soulmate. This is a conversation that I just had with my best friend the other day because I was so sure, you know, that he was Mm -hmm. it. You know, whenever we fell in love, it was like, this is it for me. This is my person. I don't ever want to be with anybody else ever again. And then I don't know if you like Taylor Swift, but there's a line in her one song, Bay, where she's like, I hate that because of you, I can't love you. You ruined it. Like, why did you do that? And for nothing, because they're not even together, which is just the weirdest thing to me. What was all of this for? Mm -hmm. I don't know. But there's a couple quotes that really have gotten me through this. The first one is, The degree to which you refuse to accept reality is the degree to which you will suffer. So in the beginning, when you're in that really dark thing, I kept saying, I can't believe this is happening to me. I can't believe you would do this to me. I just don't understand. I could not believe it. And I I refused to kind of believe it, you know? And that's why I was suffering so much. And then I came across that quote and I was like, whoa, that's really enlightened, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to accept this for what it is, you know, and move forward. And the other one is this isn't happening to me. It's happening for me. And so originally I thought, okay, this happened and, you know, and then it caused us to work harder on our marriage and learn more about each other. And then Mm -hmm. we're going to become stronger than ever because of it. Okay. Well, that's not, wasn't the point of it. So it's happening for me for another reason. Like there's something better out there. And then what I just learned recently is treat every rejection as redirection. Mm -hmm. So whenever things don't go your way, I'm being redirected somewhere else now, you know, somewhere better, somewhere that's meant for me because this isn't meant for me anymore. This isn't serving me anymore. (laughs) This is not healthy for me. So I'm supposed to be somewhere else. Yep. For sure. 
while those mindsets have- are very helpful to have if you're find yourself in. I don't know if you're still journaling, but you had daily journals to go back and look on and just kind of see how you, that's, that must be really cathartic, <laughs> emotional, I'm sure. Let me tell you that I had this dream one night and I wrote about it the next morning. When I read it, I was like, oh my gosh, it was two months before I found out that they were having an emotional affair. I had a dream about a mosquito that lived in a van down by the river and it thought that it was cooler than everybody else. And I was trying to talk to the mosquito and be like, hey, you know, that's not a really good mindset to have. You shouldn't think you're better than other people. You know, you should want to help other people and stuff. And the mosquito was like, no, I'm better than everybody. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I'm going to look up what that means. And then I was like, oh, okay. A A mosquito in your dream means that you are putting your trust in something you shouldn't and to be wary of it. And then my sentence was me and blank did yoga together today oh my gosh <laughs> and I was like, holy crap it was right there. Like, your dreams were telling you my dream was like hey don't trust this person oh but i just kind of connected dots but looking back i'm like whoa i was literally trying to warn myself oh my gosh mind blown well i'm gonna tell people about that book too what was it called the inner workbook yeah the inner workbook so actually one of my things on my list is to go on a yoga retreat and right after i made this list they the the couple who wrote that book announced that they're doing a yoga retreat in thailand next summer and so i'm going on that yay i'll send you the link to it i feel every human should read this book because it will just make the world a better place it sounds amazing you're not spiritual it's just understanding your mind and yeah. how it thinks really and that's just so helpful because so many people don't yeah they just let their mind control them yeah a lot of people don't know themselves and i think that's what can make these types of experiences can kind of make or break you and i think you can grow from it which clearly you're doing and it's amazing but you know, maybe like 10 years ago, Kristen wouldn't have been in a place to be able to process it. You know, I think about this. Literally, whenever I reached out to his ex-wife to tell her, I was like, I also just want to tell you that the way you handled everything back then was just so amazing and grown up because we were young. I was like 22, 23, whenever everything happened back then. And if he did to me, like what at 23, what he just did to me, I would be in jail. I would just be in jail. I was not this person when I was 23, clearly, because I got involved with a married man. Did you, did you like text her? Did you email her? I I reached out to her on Instagram. And honestly, she is just like the most amazing woman ever. And, and she is in a very healed place. And that's why I try not to talk about her a lot because people on the internet are crazy, you know, and she's in a very healed place and has recovered from all of her drama, from all of this, you know, and is like happily in a relationship. And, and, but but, and I, when I reached out to her, I was like, don't feel like you need to respond to this. I just wanted you to hear this from me. You know, God and karma has your back. It literally got me times a hundred, you know, and I'm just genuinely from the bottom of my heart. So sorry, because I thought you were crazy. And that's exactly how he painted me to new mistress, you know, like that, that I'm the problem and that I'm the reason why he can't leave and yada, yada, yada. And he did the same thing about me with her, even to the point where how he was telling her that sex was awful with me, he did the same thing about their, you know, like it's literally weird. Like no originality. These types of people have no originality. So like, it makes, you know, it makes you feel like, oh, I'm this person Uh saving you from this terrible relationship. Uh 
after Tessa made those videos and they went viral, which is bizarre that they went viral because she had 57 followers on TikTok when they went viral. Like that doesn't happen. It's just so crazy. And now she has 30,000 and it's just like crazy. But so many women were reaching out to me being like, you're such a good person and da, 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 da. And I'm like, this feels so wrong because there is this whole other part of this story missing. And even though it involves this person who's not actually involved in this new love triangle, I feel like me not telling this truth is like me living a lie and I don't like it. So I told her I need to like confess that, you know, and are you okay with me doing that? And she's like, as long as you're not trying to play it like a victim. And I'm like, no, I'm not trying to play a victim in that, but I can make all the excuses, but cheating is cheating and it sucks and it hurts people. And like, just don't do it, you know? So anyway, She's amazing, and she literally said she forgives me. That's amazing. You're an angel, and I, I don't deserve that, but I'm grateful for it, and I'm just so happy that you're happy. That's amazing. Powerful things happen when I think women support women, and even when it's uncomfortable situations. I actually reached out to my ex. It, my ex was previously married, and when him and I got together, they were going through the divorce process is what he told me it separated but i still to this day i don't like i'd have to sit down and actually have a conversation with her match up timelines i still think that he was twisting that quite a bit yeah but anyway her and i've connected because he was going through divorce and similar to you he painted her to be you know the one that turned crazy and things were horrible and it was like all on her and blah 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 and earlier this year and I actually had noticed a couple times that she had looked at my story his ex-wife and this was like this year right so this is years after I left him I would see her once in a while look at my story or something and I it was on my heart for so long I wanted to reach out to her just to from a woman to a woman to just be like hey I can only imagine what you went through I went through hell my own version of hell and I just hope that you're good. That was kind of my intention. I And I was nervous to reach out because I didn't know if it'd be received well. Like, you know, mm-hmm. what she'd heard about me. Like, who knows, right? They're so good at twisting things and painting pictures. But she also received it really well. And we've chatted so much on Instagram. And if I ever am near where she's at, wherever she lives, we promise we'll get a glass of wine together. Because, you know, just what she went through and what I went through, it's, it's yeah. It sucks, but it's good to have that validation that it's not you. And so I'm glad that you guys could at least have that together. It's not you. It's this other person who clearly has something to do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She said hearing that was really actually helpful for her. And then hearing her say that too, it's just like, wow, I felt immediately as like, you feel so much shame at first and you want to keep it a secret. And then I was like, wait, no, why am I keeping, why am I feeling shame and embarrassment and keeping this dirty secret for you? Yeah, to protect your that. protect your image. No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you did it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being so open and sharing your story. I'm very inspired and I'm glad you're doing well and I'm glad you have all these fun things to do. I'm gonna be stalking your Instagram to see if you go skydiving or buy flowers for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll keep you posted. And <laughs> I'll have a video to post. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much again. And if you wanna share maybe for folks that wanna follow along on your story or want to see how the divorce checklist is going do you want folks to follow your tiktok or your instagram uh, whatever one you're on instagram or tiktok it's at beachy kefer so it's like beachy and then k-e-f-e-r pun on my last name <laughs> perfect awesome yeah yeah you guys should go follow her well i found you on tiktok but follow both she's got some good stuff on there and i think you guys will and you've it. inspired me to start a podcast so I, i'm gonna do that that's my goal for really next year podcast okay yes. do you think you'll do a single host or do you have like do you have someone in mind to do a co-host 
I think I'm going to do single host, but then I don't know because my best friend's going to be living with me now, so maybe we could do it together. Ooh, that would be fun. You guys have some things? I know, yeah. Well, I'll have to see if she wants to do that. That would be really cool, actually. Well, I'm happy fun. to... Actually, someone else reached out to me today and they were like, I really want to start a podcast. What's some advice you'd give me? That's a loaded question. I can't just give you snap advice, but if you do get to a place where you want any brainstorming because when you're getting started there's just so many random things that if you haven't done podcasting before that it's just kind of frustrating and hard to figure out but if you want any tips on equipment wise or like software or how to get started with anything I would be happy to share with you what I've learned (laughs) a podcast episode on that yes how to start a podcast yes I should I should I love it I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode thanks so much for tuning in I loved having Kristen on the show. It was really fun getting to know her and her story. And I'm so glad to hear she's doing well. Don't forget to go follow her on Instagram and TikTok to follow along with her and everything that's going on in her life. See all the fun things that she's doing with her divorce checklist. Also, don't forget to follow me. My Instagram, my TikTok are all under Chris Zervis. So at K-R-I-S-Z-E-R-V-A-S. Follow me, add me, shoot me a message, let me know how you're liking the show and what your favorite episodes are. And don't forget to tag me when you repost shows. Thanks, guys. Have a great week.